Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. We're back at the studio today at last after a long period of absence from being in the studio. Thank God that took forever. Uh, yes. Oh God, I can already hear them in the background. <laughs> uh, they're so dysfunctional. I love it. Back uh, in the studio. It's actually really nice. It is. Um, yeah, welcome back. Matt. I'm Harry, obviously. <laughs> Hey Sorry guys, I stole that from you. Yep. Um, <laughs> That's all right. Oh Welcome God, back. I'm, I'm glad you're finally in the studio with us. No more yeah, technical difficulties. Nice yeah, well, it was just a case of doing it on my phone. One, I found out every time we finished a recording, I would grab my phone and I would burn myself. Like, did it get that hot? Not to actually burn me, but, but it, it still heated like up. Like, I had to leave it for an hour, maybe two, for it to cool down afterwards. Whoa. Yeah, far out. And keep in mind, that's with maybe Spotify. And Spotify always have up on my tabs. It wasn't running in the background, mm. but it was the only thing I had up. Jeez. Everything else was closed off. So just from, yeah, like um, using video chat, my phone was going nuts. Damn. Um, it chews up a lot of data, um, video chat. I think yeah. the first one we did, six gigs for like that two-hour chat, and I'm like, uh, I only have, like, 20 gigs per month for mm. my own personal use, and that's a decent chunk of it gone. Yeah. Um, plus, honestly, it was just weird. I, I think for every episode, I had a different location in my house to film from because <laughs> oh. I had the front rooms, and I had my dad's room upstairs, and I did my room, which there was various problems for each place, but, oh, my God, it's just so much easier coming in. Mm. Um, it is, plus, yeah. it's nice just to get out of the bloody house. Yeah, it's a beautiful day out as well. Very nice. Yeah. It's not a little chilly. too cold. It's not too hot. It's kind of... It's too cold. It's We've nice. got a high of 19 today. If you're Australian, if you're West Australian, that's cold as a winter's tip. It's nice. If you know the meme. <laughs> no, it's cold. Boy, you're skinny. You're not mental like the cold. <laughs> I'm fat. I can take it. And I'm you're even I'm not, not saying it's not fat. that nice. Wearing Slim Boy outfit. Like, I took a look at myself in the mirror and just went, oh, damn. I just, I, I just read what's on your shirt. It says, subject cannot be reproduced. All rights reserved. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen a shirt that's that insecure about them being, re like, reproduced. Honestly, I'd say that's either for the look of it or it's all of that and then... This might just be a knockoff by accident. Possibly. It shouldn't be just looking at it. And yeah, that looks relatively authentic. It's like I know the Oxnard um, specific brand with the Korean lettering on top. That's authentic to the brand. But mm. I don't know. Maybe I did just get a knockoff or something. Mm. But I can also see Pac doing it like this. So I don't know. Still wish I had gone the Ventura one. Do you even know what that means? No. Do you know Anderson Pac? Sorry. I know I can feel the disappointment radiating. It hurts. Okay, not everybody's <laughs> a big fan of him, but he blew up. I've been following him since Malibu. I, I love him. Why? Pack, you're so good. <laughs> Plus, he's one of. I like him because, for instance, he's one of the. Um, like, he's pretty damn successful now. Um, but it's also a case of he's a drummer, straight uh -huh. up. Uh, okay. And so, as a drummer and for someone who appreciates drums it's nice to see a drummer get some which that is actually um travis barker he um do you know who travis barker is for argument's sake let's just say yes <laughs> you know who blink 182 is yes travis barker is their drummer ah okay yeah um, cool cool 
one of the best punk drummers in the world. Um, arguably in history, you could say this, you could say that. He's very well known. Um, Clearly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but then I'm um, just an uncultured swine, so it's okay. <laughs> um, I, I used to listen to Blink-182 a bunch, plus I just like Travis Barker's work. He's, his stuff is really fun to play. If you can handle it, I barely can, so I try. Um, but yeah, a few years ago, because he um, he's with Blink-182, but they all do their own stuff as well. Um, and he usually branches out to a lot of rappers. Um, and for instance, a few years back, he specifically released a song called Can a Drummer Get Some? That was actually a song he released. He got some big names on it too, if I remember correctly. Um, what was I going to say? But yeah, so it's nice to see a drummer up there. Um, nice. Anyway, going hella off topic. Oh, it's good to be back. It is, it is <laughs> nice. Yeah. Honestly, again, it's just nice getting out of the house. Mm, yeah. Um, how have you been? Pretty good, pretty good. Um, been still very obsessed with transhumanism and uh, cyberpunk girls on Pinterest. I'm just glad you're saying cyberpunk girls and well, not just well, since, cyber girls. Since you brought it up, I figured, mm-hmm. yeah, I'll say cyberpunk girls. Um, <laughs> yeah, very obsessed with that. Very... Uh, fascinated in transhumanism. I listened to Elon Musk's new podcast with Joe Rogan, which came out yesterday. Uh, what he's, what the Neuralink that he's making is capable of. Damn. Mm. Um, yeah. Okay. Highly recommend watching the first, it's a two hour podcast, but watch the first hour of it. Yeah. It's all about AI and Neuralink and the pronunciation of Elon's new baby. Congratulations to him for his yeah, new Kyle. child. Yeah. Okay, all right. I I saw that online because someone brought it up because I follow a few guys who are um for instance Ash Archangel. Yes. And it's he used planetary naming systems. So yeah, he named his son like he'd name a planet and he named him Kyle of all things. He didn't name him Kyle. If you take a look at it, I saw someone specifically explain it. It's not Kyle. X for the... Um, Here's the thing. I'd take Kyle over... What was it you were saying? X-Ash Archangel. X-Ash Archangel. The A-E is Ash in Elven. Uh, Elven? Mm. A-E is in a few other languages. Yeah, I think it's Elven. I'm running something else. Okay, and yeah. then the uh, A or B-12, I think it is, is the Archangel... Um, uh, plane. Okay. And so he specifically said that's what he yeah. wanted? Why? Well, no, I don't know. If that, Why would he name just, his just child X-Ash Archangel? Just like... He can uh, name it whatever he wants. It's his child. Oh, because... Okay, here's the thing. I don't agree. That's like saying... Yes, um, I know the child's going to grow up and have a lot of bullying and stuff, but he'd also get cop a lot of flack for just being the son of Elon Musk. Yeah, but it's also a case of... It's like Kanye West naming all his children North, South, East, and West. Like, okay, that's a bit different. At least Ash is a normal name. The first part of it is a normal name, Ash. Hell, Pokemon. X, Ash. Ash. At least you can say that that is a normal name, Ash. Yeah, but no, I've still heard people called West before. West, Jesus. Either West or Wes. Either I've heard before. God. Um. And that's the thing, like, I just don't agree. Oh, sorry, I, I am really reclining in this chair. It's You're nice. very much enjoying that, aren't you? Oh, God, yeah. Um, I also feel <laughs> like I'm going to pull chair. back at any point. 
Here's the thing. It's only comfy because you can like lie back. I sat on it thinking it would be cushioned and I almost broke my butt. Just censor myself there. Um, plus, it's also really low. Like the like, um, Jason Russell are short to begin with. Why do they need a they short are. chair? They are indeed. Um, Hear that, guys? You're short. Grow up. <laughs> Knowing full um, well you're not going to listen to this for another two weeks. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, dude, that happens. I, I feel bad um, for my parents because, like, I'm only, like, about 5'11". Um, and I feel bad for my dad because he's always gone, I am five foot ten and a half. I am the average male height, if not just a little over. He's always gone like that. Um, it is technically the average male height, five foot ten and a half. Um, and so really, I was five I was foot... very adamant on that point, though. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like, I'm 179 centimetres, five foot ten and a half, but I say I'm 5'11 because it's a centimetre off. I'm not going to tell. Like, I'm going to round up. Damn. Yeah, fair enough. Um, but it's a case of <laughs> he always figured, you know, since I'm that height, he looks at me and goes, yep, the same height. And now he's starting to realise he's short and then he's just gone, I'm shrinking. No, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm shrinking. <laughs> he, he doesn't like it. Mom, uh, I shrunk the parents. <laughs> oh, that's good. Mom, you're tiny now. <laughs> My mum is tiny now. Um, well, not tiny, but she's smaller as well i know i'm the tallest in my family everyone else is shorter oh my granddad's uh nearly the, he's about the same height more or less i'm tallest in my media family my my cousins are white my cousin's like 15 and he'd be taller than both of us um oh dear. yeah he shot up out of nowhere um my mum is just lucky because she was adopted mm. she's lucky she doesn't have my grandmother's genes she is um First generation Aussie Lebanese, and I don't know if she reaches my shoulder. <laughs> she's tiny, like she's the kind of and like she's strict Catholic too. So she's the kind of like she's absolutely beautiful, but she's the kind of angry little um, old lady that if you piss her off, you just get out of her way. Fair just enough. Quick. <laughs> um. Anyway, we've been going on. Uh. Yeah, so today's. I guess we can count that as an intro or something. Yeah, that's yeah. our 10 minute little intro. Uh, so today's topic is video games. games because video games, games, I games, got games, you to play games. a bunch of games that <laughs> couple, you yeah, fell yeah. in love with and very much oh. enjoyed. It's okay. It's okay. I don't need it back. Well, the thing is, I was also going to give you Detroit Become Human. That's all right. I, you need to play it, though. I still need to finish Red Dead, too. So good. Oh, my God. I know. I, I'm just kind of scared of playing it just because it's a 50-hour-plus campaign. <laughs> well, the reason it's 50-hour-plus is because, and I've told you this before. It's a very meaty, Dead. meaty game. But no, it's have been you, out for over a year now. Yeah. Have you finished with Arthur Morgan yet? No. Case in point. Because um, I told you this I know there's like a couple-hour-long epilogue. Yeah, you literally you play on as the um I can't remember his name, the main character from the first John Red Marston. Dead, John Marston. And you play it all the way up until the point where basically the first game starts. Damn. Um Oh yeah, no, I think I did hear that. That's yeah. I think it's like a five hour long epilogue you. or something. Yeah, that that's the thing. I started playing long. it, I thought it'd just be a quick thing, and then a couple of days later I was like, Okay, this has gone longer than I yeah. expected. Enjoyed it, but goddamn. Um 
basically you teach this kid how to ride and stuff and you go uh-huh. hunt a few gangs and that kind of thing and keep them off your property build up your property that kind of thing nice um but it's honestly pretty good it's worth it have you also played um the ps4 spider-man game of course good of course um i've got 100 percent complete on that i am happy that is the is m- most 100 percent completed game in playstation history wait what it's, oh, the, mo- wow. it's the most platinum okay. game Case in point, it is my only platinum trophy. (laughs) Yeah, it's Um, the most platinum game in PlayStation's history. And it is a phenomenal game. It's very keen for the sequel when it comes out on most likely PS5 within the next um, two years. Work as a nice segue. God of War. Because around that time, I was actually really pissed off because God of War, not really the kind of game I would play at the time. Um, I just saw big monster fights, and I've never—I've always been more of a um, stealth player, mostly because I'm bad at games. Um, but these days, I am starting to get more into combat. I'm starting to understand game mechanics more. Starting to get more into boss fights. Um, so I did get God of War now, but initially, I was really pissed off that God of War got Game of the Year over Spider-Man PS4. Fair, fair. Um, just I, because I still think God of War deserves it. Oh, so do I. It's um, having played it now, God of War, one of my favorite games, straight up. Yeah, it um, is. I've got a long rant about it. Phenomenal. It <laughs> it's gorgeous. It's touching. It's so Spider Man. Yeah, I know. If you're a Marvel fan and like it's just a Spider Man justice, it is a brilliant intro to Doc Ock. It's a nice look at the Sinister Six. Even um, having Mister Negative, even if it seemed a mm. bit cheap, they still played him off really well. And the only bit I didn't really like about it was Miles Morales, and even still, that mostly worked. That, yeah, that was very was too old. That was very brief in that as well. It was well, only that's fair. one. I think one or two missions that you played as him. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's the thing. It was the same thing with MJ. Yeah, that's right. You, you do play as MJ. Yeah, for a little bit. Um, the sequel should be good though. From all the little mm. teasers and stuff they put in it, from um, Harry being on vacation, but in reality he's in a chamber with the Venom, Venom symbiote. symbiote. To um, Norman Osborn having a goblin mask on his desk, a yep. prototype. Yeah, they had the plans for the that suit. Um, Miles Morales at the very end as well, being bit by the spider and he jumps up. I will just quickly say, again, that is my one problem with it because of the fact that Miles Morales is too old in it. He's a high school um, graduate. Yeah, but one, he... High school graduate? I thought he was still in high school. Okay, well, either way... Wasn't at the graduation ceremony he was at that it gets uh, bombed and stuff? No, that was his dad's ceremony for Medal of Honor. That's right, um, yeah. Being a great cop, um, helping Spidey. Yeah, that's Um, right. No, so basically he's either in the last leg of high school or he's just graduated, plus his um, model, like the actor who actually modelled him, looks a lot older. Like he's just too big. Okay. Um, And it's a case of, keep in mind, if you look at the comics, Miles Morales is like, well, he's 13, 14. He's tiny. Okay. Like he's literally, you think like um, year sevens from high school. Ugh, that's gross. Miles Morales though. And he pulls it off. That that's the big thing. Peter Parker um was about sixteen mm. when he um started doing Spider Man. Miles Morales was fourteen, and even though that's only a two year age difference, that's really big because of the time it happens. Like yeah. when you're developing and everything. Um so he's meant to be really tiny. So 
And I get it, it makes sense for him to be older, but it, it just felt like a bit of a kick in the teeth for me. It makes sense for him to be older in it since Spider-Man is older, mm. um, which it was also a nice interpretation, like to see Spider-Man not just... Because like everyone loves him for being the um, 16-year-old kid, and he's a teenage icon who really helps and everything, but he does have a life afterwards. Um, case in point, if you look in the comics, again... I think I've told you this before. He's one of the smartest characters in comics, mm. um, which a lot of people often forget. He even, I remember there was Parker Industries and whatnot that rivaled Stark Industries. Um, and so it it's honestly that kind of thing. So it was nice to see him getting on, to see him struggling with rent and everything. Um, I still stand that if they ever did a movie similar to it, I'd want Andrew Garfield to do that version of him. Just because he looks about on point, and I think give him another chance at Spider Man. Yeah, I was disappointed when yeah. his third one was cancelled just f- yeah. because of all the build up for Sinister Six for number three. I was so that. excited for that, and then it was cancelled on my car. But Personally, arguably, his replacement is much better. Yeah, Tom Holland is brilliant. But he, here's the thing Tom Holland is brilliant as the teenage Spider Man. As the already pre established Spider Man and a bit older Andrew Garfield, I think is best. Exactly. Just because, like, he had such devotion to the character. Like, you can't deny he loved the character. He wanted to do his best with it. It was just a case of, in my opinion, he wasn't fitted for the kind of teenage comic book role. Again, he looked weird in high school. Uh, plus, some of the direction, like making a skateboard kid, only giving him the glasses towards the end. He mm. looked like Andrew Garfield. He looked too cool. Um, and, you know, so basically, I think it would work for later on. Thing. Um, rewinding bit. So, yeah. Spider-Man PS4, it is a great game. However, I understand why God of War got game of the year instead. God of War it is gorgeous. Want to get in some things before I rant? There's, n- I, there's not very much I can say other than it is beautiful in every mm. sense of the world. Okay, the one thing that annoyed me was the difficulty of the Valkyries. Oh my god, have you, have you tried to fight a Valkyrie? I think I fought two. Um, like in the yeah. um, side quest things, yeah. yeah, they are tough. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Which is um, one swipe and you're dead. I'm like, yeah, I'm just gonna leave you guys. I don't well, need that extra loot. <laughs> it depends on what Valkyrie you fight. Um, yeah, because from what I can tell, some are harder than others. Case in point, um, if you've played the game, you will understand a lot of what I'm about to say. If you haven't, good luck. Um, <laughs> so I did finish the main campaign, and so I've basically I enjoyed the combat system in it. Yes. Actually, um, I actually really enjoy the combat system. So I, I was about to start Death Stranding, and then I went, mm, I wouldn't mind a few Muspel Harm Trials just to get the medal for it. So I put it back in and started playing it more. Um, and yeah, that's the thing. I went through Muspelheim. Um, do you remember it? I think so. So it's basically Surtur's dimension. Volcano. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I um, played it when it came out. So this, yeah, it's been yeah, what? No, it came out in 2018, I think. Yeah. yeah, so two years um, now. But basically there's six arenas with, I think, two challenges each. Um, they're all combat challenges. and go through each one and you get loot for them. And then at hmm. the very top is a Valkyrie. That is a lot harder than the other Valkyries I've faced. So I'd yeah. say they do change. The one I versed, I think it just swiped me once and I was like next to dead. I'm like, <laughs> I don't need the woot as much as I Do you remember thought. what the place around it looked like? I think it was like a very gold, pristine kind of area. Okay, then you were just in an underground chamber. Yeah. Might have been Alfheim, I don't know. Um, Possibly, but, but yeah, no, it killed me. Bertrand killed me in one swipe and I'm okay. like, yep, I don't need the woot that much. <laughs> 
Well, here's the thing, because at this point, because once you finish the game, they show you where all the Valkyries are. Yes. Because that's the big thing after the game. You have A, the Muspelheim Trials, B, the Valkyries to finish them all, to free them all, and C, you have Niflheim, Hmm. um, which is arguably the hardest. Um, Just because it's a time trial thing when you go in. Keep in mind, there's also a Valkyrie in Niflheim. So you go to into a completely randomized maze with a death time limit. So basically it's gas. Mm. So once your thing runs out, you just start losing health rapidly. And if you die before getting out of the maze, you lose all the loot you got while you're in there. Yeah, it, it is specifically Ooh. made for after game. For It's a lot tougher. You're not meant yeah. to play it while you're playing the game, yeah. the main campaign. I found a Valkyrie in there. And like started fighting and I just went, nope, turned around, ran. Um, but I was going to say, with Muspelheim, though, because um, it did have all those arenas, I basically just did them all in one day, and it was a case of one, no, two days, because this one was so annoying. It wasn't even the last trial, but it was by far probably the hardest. Defeat 100 enemies. Oof. And that includes, that includes like, your little guys, your big guys. I'm talking um, ogres, which, if you remember, mm. they're a pain in the ass. They're big. Um... Like, it was just so much, even travelers and whatnot. Um, and 100 enemies, it was just annoying because I kept on getting down to, like, 30, 20 enemies. I was just like, mm-hmm, don't so kill me. <laughs> like, even when I got to the end, I had five enemies left, and they're all just draugas, which are the basics. Yeah. Um, and I had one guy left, and I was like, is this it? Am I safe? There's no big bad guy at the end? Oh, sweet. And then I was just, like, so relaxed and so cocky, the last draugas, like, the final enemy the final almost one, killed yeah. me. Um, but yeah, so quick thing on why I love the game. So, one, the aesthetic is beautiful. It is, it is very gorgeous. Like, not only does the game look lovely, but it's also a brilliant interpretation of the mythos. I, I just love the look of the kind of... It almost reminds me of Asgard from the Marvel movies. Yeah. In a sense that it's... Big, it's mechanical, it's gold, it's powerful. It's very immaculate, yeah. Mm. Um, it, it just gives you this sense of awe and wonder. Mm. And even, like, they didn't skimp on a bunch of stuff. Like, from the start, Boulder, I loved him. Um, do you remember Boulder? Yep, tattooed. Yeah. And short. Yes. That's a big thing. That, tiny. that intro fight scene is just... It was great. Amazing. Ooh. Yeah. And that's the thing, because... Now I've been looking into um, Norse mythos more, and one thing you should check out is um, Kratos versus Thor. Thor. Yeah, it's I like a. Um, I saw that before I played the game. Yeah, it's it's, it's pretty, pretty good. good. Yeah. Um, but here's the thing. So the one thing I think it doesn't do right is the fact that, like, don't get me wrong, Norse gods are powerful, but they're mortal. Like they're not inhuman. Case in point, it is specific. Um, like there's specifically um, Norse mythology where they eat kind of not apples of Eden, but like these apples that give them infinite life. Mm. So like they are human. Yeah. Keep that in mind. Although, you know, different dimension. And they're extremely powerful, but they're still human. That was one thing I didn't quite get from the game, except for the fact that you could kill them. Um, However, like, it still was because it just had this sense of war. Like from the first fight with Boulder, um, even though he's a tiny guy, which I also really liked because it was like, oh, our guy who's smaller than you is actually really strong. 
Like it, it just gave Even off. When, yeah, when he like punches Kratos once or twice at the beginning, and then Kratos just grabs his fist and like ready to throw him, like huh, pip squeak, and then it's just like huh, no, yeah, pushed him just up like, through his heart. Oh, you want to do it seriously? Okay, boom, boom, yeah. Um, or the fact that when they were fighting, they were literally pushing each other through a mountainside. Yeah, they created a chasm as they were fighting. Yeah, like that was arguably, in my opinion, the best fight. In the game, like boss so, fight, just because that was better than the end fight. Yeah, in my opinion, the end that fi- one. Yeah, like even though they had a reincarnated dead giant with a chisel through its head. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you didn't really see that giant much, mm. and all Freya could do was drop a bunch of enemies that were just really annoying. Meanwhile, you had to deal with um over and over and over and over again. Yeah. So the first fight was really good. I, again, I love the fact that he was actually a skinny, small man. I absolutely... <laughs> compared to Kratos. Yeah, yeah. Um, He's me against Kratos. <laughs> He's anyone versus Kratos. G- given we're not actually recording this uh, via video, I just tried to flex my <laughs> non-existent <laughs> muscles. <laughs> Am I buff yet? <laughs> Reflection. Um, but yeah, so like I thought, and it just gave that sense of how strong they were because of how like carelessly they did stuff. Mm. Like for instance, Kratos flipping the Bifrost. Do you remember that? Yep. Like just he just grabs and just yeet, and just flips the entire damn thing. That was nuts. Um, and again, the sense of grandeur, the fact that you see Jormungandr. The world serpent. Initially. I was literally about to bring that up. Yeah, yeah, when you see the world serpent for the first time, it's like I really like the world it's, serpent. Like it's a, you get a sense of awe when you yeah. when you see him for the first time. I was he mostly is, scared because I, s- I had always seen pictures of him. I thought he was like some big boss battle, and so I just started the game. And I was like, no. The original it's, God of War games uh, pit you against gods like yeah, ridiculous size in comparison to you. Mm. I guess if nothing else, that does. Well, that also speaks for the time mm. with the kind of like PS2, PS3, oh, big boss battle. Yeah, yeah. Um, But it does also, I guess in that comparison, it does also bring the Norse gods down a bit, makes them look a little mm. more human. Um, when you get the Chaos Blades though. Ooh, Ooh the Chaos Blades. Well, here's the thing, because like as cool as the Chaos Blades were and it was a really nice reference, I really like the Leviathan Axe. I, I, I used the axe for the majority, but used the blades when you needed to for those certain oh, God, enemies. Yeah. Certain enemies, plus they're just really powerful. Yeah. Like, they're it good because um, Leviathan axe I just find fun to use, but the That's Chaos what I want to try and, uh, in Steven's campaign, D&D campaign, enchant yeah. my um, great <laughs> axe and have it like that, because that'd be pretty cool, because I'm a Goliath it one hunter, be. so I'd be able to just like, and then, mm. yeah, off topic, um, but yeah. But even, like, um, I actually kind of want to do that as well for my guy, who's a warlock, and I'm making him Hexblade Warlock, so... Plus, it plays into a few story elements for his background if it is enchanted and just always comes back to him. Mm. Um, anyway. Um, but originally, what I was going to... Oh, yeah, the Blades of Chaos are just really good because they're swinging weapons. Like, you never use them like swords. Yeah. And so you can just do a bunch of... Um, AOE around you just to kind of keep enemies at bay. Yeah. Um, so that's really good. Again, I just love the interpretation of the mythos, basically. Like yeah, everything it is, just looks it is good. Very has a beautiful. Brilliant aesthetic. 
Um, honestly, one of my favourite games just for the aesthetic. Yeah. Like, I just thought it was so well played. Santa Monica Studios, you did good. Mm. You did really good. And um, if you are interested in it, there is a documentary on YouTube called um, Making Kratos or Rising Kratos. It's essentially Kratos. the... Um, or Kratos Rising. I'll show you after, but it's essentially yeah. a documentary on YouTube uh, by Santa Monica Studios on how God of War came about, like the creation of it. And it's actually quite interesting and really cool. I think it's like an hour, hour and a half, not too long, but it's good. Um, that sounds really good. I'm feeling the same, don't worry. Um, <laughs> dude, I'm on four hours sleep. I, I don't know struggling. how much that soup I got last yeah. night. I, yeah. Uh, back to it, eh? Yeah. Um, One I, thing I want to bring up. Oh. Trace. So I'll, I'll yeah. I will quickly finish this off. The ending killed me. Like, here's the thing. So Oof. that revelation as well. Yeah, that's what I mean. So one, going to Jotunheim, it was really meaningful. It was beautiful. It was nice to see him. Like the fact that he was so stern and standoffish as a father, and to finally see them actually connect at the end, it really paid off. But then the reveal of him being Loki. Through me. Oh yeah, big spoils. It's um, been out for the last two years. Still. Twenty eighteen, um, yeah. Dude, that threw me. Like I was really tired. I'd been playing through the game. I'd just finished Boulder. I thought and here's the thing. The big thing that got me was I didn't think Boulder was the big bad for the entire game. I knew he was a big bad, mm. but I thought we'd still face Thor and Odin at some point. Yeah. And so I thought even when I finished Boulder, I thought, ooh, okay, now things are getting real. And then the game finished. Mm. And so it just threw me because I was not prepared for it at all. Yeah. Um, so I think the explanation they give is Atreus is a fallen comrade of Kratos that yeah. he wanted to honor. So he named his child Atreus. Yeah, and then a Spartan warrior. his mother called Atreus Loki. Um, yeah. Because if you actually look at, his, look at it, well, Loki, Laufey's son. Yeah. Mm. Um, because his mother was Laufey, and of course, throughout the game, they just call her Faye. Yeah. I thought that was boo, <laughs> but fair enough. Um, one thing I will say about it, it was really interesting and good because they made the bad guys seem really good. Yeah. Because, like, undeniably, like, the world serpent is a bad guy, mm. but you loved him. Um they they made everyone um, relatable in a sense like you can understand why they do they what they do. They definitely changed some of the mythos to yeah. fit that, but it was still good. Like the um, giants, like they are undeniably evil mm. for the most part in the um, in the mythos, but they made them seem really good in this. Loki, like I remember this this dude I've been looking at a lot on TikTok. He sums up a lot of Norse mythology, which has been really nice because I enjoy it so much. Um, but he was basically There's a book by Neil Gaiman on Norse mythology. And he, I want to read that. I've um, I bought it because of isn't my it Gaiman. Gaiman, yeah. I, I bought know. it because of my interest in God of War. I bought the physical <laughs> yeah. book. It might be on the saying. book site I've shown Ooh, you. I need to look at that. Yeah. Did I have I sent you that yet? Book site. Yeah, you just go for D and D and whatnot. Oh yeah, did you? yeah. yeah. It, it's most likely on there. I can't remember who I who and who I haven't shown that to. I've said, <laughs> oh, cool. I have to send it though through Snapchat, the actual link, because Facebook doesn't allow it. Ooh. So yeah. Um. Oh yeah, I will just say. What was I gonna say? 
Yeah, for instance, um, the dude basically, well, one, I saw someone sum up a lot of mythos in three words or less. For instance, in Greek mythos, a lot of time you can sum up most stories by saying Zeus was horny. Um, and case in point, with Norse mythology, you can sum up by saying Loki was bored. Um, mm. He is undeniably the villain in Norse mythology. Yeah. And the fact that he is Atreus and he is such a good kid, he makes things seem so right. It's just that it's a really interesting interpretation. Um, arguably, okay, one of my favorites was Mimir. Mimir, yeah. The head, the, oh, yeah. I love just it the was, conversations with exactly. him and Kratos, just them, were beautiful. Like, it, perfect dialogue. The chemistry was brilliant. I kind of don't want them to make a sequel to that game. I feel like it is perfect mm. as a standalone. It doesn't require a sequel. It should be as is, but... I think they are making a sequel, I think. Yeah, keep in mind it took five years to get God of War out in the first place. Yeah. Um, and it only came out in 2018. We've still got till like 2023 to even hear anything about yeah. it. Yeah. Um, I, I want it just to be standalone. Like it, it, the story ends on a perfect note. Like it, I don't feel it, it needs another, another It one. does, except for all the setup they put into it. The problem they is that it's ultimately entangled in Norse mythology because by saying that he is Loki, suddenly you have the fact that you're exploring all of Ragnarok, especially because um, the great winter starts when you get back from Jotunheim. Mm. Um, Ragnarok begins by the end of the game, like yeah. technically. like And again, they hinted at Surtur, for instance. You see the World Serpent, and they hinted at how um, Jormungandr, the World Serpent, was um, brought back in time. Mm. Because eventually, because in Ragnarok, Thor and Jormungandr, like they're sworn enemies, and they kill each other in Ragnarok. And they said that Jormungandr is like thrown into Yggdrasil, the world tree so powerfully that it splinters and sends him back through time to before he was born. Now, the reason that is interesting is because if you do keep in mind Norse mythos, Jormungandr is Loki's son. Ah. Loki has three children, main ones that I know of. They are Jormungandr, Fenrir, and Hela. Yeah. Um, which, for instance, I do find it funny how a lot of people... Um, like, I, I was um, straight up the same, how people go, I know everything about Norse mythology because they look at Thor from Marvel Comics. Um, yeah, people go, oh, that, I know everything. Cute. I know Norse mythology, the the Frost Giants, Hela, you know, like she's the older sister. Oh, she's not. She's a that, son. That, that's cute, babe. That's cute. Yeah. Um, <laughs> or for instance, the fact that Loki and Odin are actually, I think they're actually blood brothers. Like, he's not even adopted like they do in the comics, for instance. Mm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just because, hence why Jormungandr was so kind to Atreus and whatnot as well, mm. and why they kind of liked each other. Um, uh, I have a Kratos pop vinyl. Nice. I've been tempted to get Atreus, but uh, I'm okay with Kratos. Just yeah. Kratos. I know they sold them as a double pack. Like, you could buy both of them for like, $30, I think. Find it. I might get it. <laughs> I'll try and see what I can do, yeah. Um, but yeah, just because of the fact that they had all that set up, and then there's the big reveal at the end. Because mm. remember how there was a second ending? Yeah. Because um, I did that. I went all the way back to the cabin, went to sleep, and then it has the 10-year cut, and you glimpse Thor. And one, I really loved that. 
because it was Thor as he should look. Like he was a big guy, yeah. like arguably big. Um, he had red hair and a big beard. Like that's Thor. Yeah. Not blonde hair, red hair. I, I always hate it when people give him blonde hair. Um, I'm picky about that. Um, same thing with Mjolnir. I love the look of Mjolnir as in the actual um, the hammer. runic symbol. Yeah. Um, and so to see him brush over Mjolnir and it looked like the actual symbol. It wasn't just a square hammer. It was that nice intricate piece. Yeah. Um, so again, it's because of the fact that obviously they've set it up so you're going to encounter Thor, Odin, you're going to get to go to Asgard, you're going to get to go to um, Vanaheim, likely go to um, Svartalheim as well, um, and just explore more of the realms would just be really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, plus, if, for instance, do you know a um, concept artist by the name of Yongyi Li? No. Oh, cool. Um, he did fan art for God of War a couple of years back, you know, when it came out. Yeah. And I'll show it to you later. But basically, he did some designs and they look so good. And if I show it to you, like, it'll just, it'll make you interested in the sequel. Because, for instance, like, because um, it just nailed the aesthetic. Mm. That's a big thing. They need to nail the aesthetic again. They need to keep it right. And then they need to get the story down packed. I think ultimately everyone will prefer God of War, like, the one that just came out, God of War 4. 4 to God well, of War it's, 5. It's technically God of War 5. Because there's God of War 1, 2, and 3, I think. Then but then there's also another three games. Then there's God of War Ascension. And then the new God of War. There's also two other ones in there. So, like, um. I remember just looking up, because I was looking through the old games. I don't know if they're all DLCs, but, like, Ascension and whatnot, they're all um, smaller games. Okay. So technically, yeah, but... Ascension, I think, was one of the first games in Australia to be given the R rating when it, when Australia wow. was given R rated. It was one That's of the nuts. first ones. Same with uh, Mortal Kombat 9. Yeah, that makes sense. We got it four years, I think, uh, two or three years after the release. It was released worldwide. So at EB Games, it was $40. Brand new, because it had just <sighs> had the R rating rated, but it had been yeah. out for two years prior, so... <laughs> Cool. Um, what was I going to say? Damn it. Okay. Oh, yeah. Um, but, yeah, as long... Because I think people always like God of War 4 more than they will 5. Just because, again, at this point, it's a PlayStation classic. It um, is, yeah. It, it will just hold a special... Like, it holds a special place in my heart at this point as well. Um, and so a lot of people will love it. And no matter how good the next one is, people probably like this one more. It's the um, classic... The sequel's always worse than the first one. And it's the same yeah. thing for movies to well, a degree. There's always the fear about that. But yeah. even then, even when the sequel pulls it off, it's a case of some people just, it's that nostalgia trip that someone will like the original more. Yeah. Um, Speaking of sequels, though, and a sequel that could be better, let's take a look at The Last of Us. Yes. So that was the other game you got me to play while in quarantine. Um, Last of Us 1. Heartbreaking, beautiful, um. Not too, like, um, I don't know if introspective is the right word. Basically, it wasn't all that big wow of a story um, for the most part. Like, it like it spoke to its time. It doesn't do anything revolutionary, but just yeah. the way it's done. Well, no, for its time, it's completely relevant. Mm. Like, because when you look at things over time, take, for instance, um, have you seen The Usual Suspects? No. Okay. Yeah. 
Do you mind me spoiling it a bit? Go ahead. Okay. So it came out in the 90s and it has Kevin Spacey. God, what was that accent? Um, it has Spacey. Kevin Spacey. Oh, no, dare we mention him. Um, I'm sorry, but you can't deny, like, as bad of a person as he is. He did good stuff. It's, a, it's the same as you, Michael Jackson, despite all his tarnished reputation now, courtesy yeah. of that documentary that came out. For what he did do in terms of the field he yeah. was in, it was incredible. So yeah, Kevin Spacey did good for what he did. Hate the artist, not the art. Yeah. Kevin Spacey was an undeniably brilliant actor. Mm. And still is if he ever got a chance to work again. He'll never get a chance to work again, though. That's the thing. Because he just handled it terribly. People hate him for it. House of Cards, though. His standout role for me is House of Cards, and he is exceptional in that as Frank Underwood. Um, and that's the thing. He was brilliant in that. He's brilliant in basically every movie he's done. He's just really good. Kevin Spacey, you can't deny him. Mm. Um, even if you hate him, his work is phenomenal. And he, a younger Kevin Spacey was in The Usual Suspects. And basically, the what I'm saying about the time, if you watch it, he he's like a um, cripple in it. And then they're all, like, they're going through this big drug bust and they're trying to figure out... Who is this mystery crime boss? Who's the one pulling all the strings? And at the very end, you see him limping away. Like he's always got one shoulder up. His foot is turned out Mm. um, and he can't grab with one hand. And suddenly you see him walking off and like they finally make the connection. And then you see him just slowly walking off and suddenly his um, walking improves. His feet are fine. He lowers his shoulder, pulls out a cigarette, starts smoking it. And he looks completely fine, hops in a car. And just does that, and before they can even see him, he drives away with his driver. Oof. And, you know, reveals he was the mastermind behind yeah. it all. Now, ultimately, watching it, you can see it from a mile away. Doesn't mm. mean it's not good. Mm. Yeah. But it speaks for its time. Everything, like, time isn't that, is... Isn't that how the first uh, scary movie ends? Have you seen a scary movie? No, sorry. Okay. Uh, when it's kind of like a parody of Scream. Yeah. And they have what I've heard the... A cop called Doofy, and he's like, really, I know this is very politically incorrect, but he's portrayed as a retard. Okay, like, yeah. and they play up on that using that yeah. word retard, they play it up. And at the end, he's because he walks with a wimp and whatnot, and at the end, he just kind of goes normal and smokes a cigarette as he drives off. So, that may have been they would have taken that from the usual may suspects. have taken that maybe a yeah. direct reference, even, yeah. Um, because yeah, now again. For its time, that is really good. Mm. It's the same thing, for instance, with Ghost in the Shell. Um, I finished the uh, Netflix series. Oh, did I? Oh, you did. Oh, okay. You expecting better? I'll be honest with you. I enjoyed the episodes. For me, it went up and down because they had. I want more. Were doggy. The last couple episodes were really good. I felt. I thought. Well, that's the thing. The last couple episodes, for me, was really low, really high, really low, really high ending. Yeah, like, I really want to see more because those last few episodes where they start hunting down the post the post humans. Yeah, yeah, I want to see what happens because he just uh, Togusa, I think it is. He Togusa. Dis- he yeah. disappears mm-hmm. and it's like, and yeah, then like battles it, going. What's I going had on to on check everything. like on Netflix to see if there's any more, just because I'm like, it can't end like that. I want to find out. Yeah, like they were aiming for another season. Yeah, I that. I am keen for um, that because I actually enjoyed that for the most part. What's the good. original Ghost in the Shell? I'll I'll okay. get to it. So basically, the original Ghost in the Shell, in my opinion, was only beca- good because it was 
revolutionary in a philosoph- philosophical <laughs> manner for its time. It was released in like the 80s or 90s. Keep okay. that in mind. I'll have to try and check it out. And so it was just basic transhumanism um, culture. Really, when you think about it, it I was had a saying, big smile when that word was said. Yeah. <laughs> it was basically <laughs> just saying, are we still human? What's the line between man and machine? And that's basically what it went into, in, in five my to opinion. Five ten years, there won't be any. Mm. Um, and, you know, for its time, groundbreaking. Now, we've heard it all before. Same with the usual suspects. And so, the, with The Last of Us, trying to wind back the clock Tied here, it, yeah. um, that's the thing. For The Last of Us, nothing brown, groundbreaking now. It was originally released on the last leg of the PS3. Case in point. It nearly so killed for, the PS3 because yeah. it is that mm. and GTA 5 were originally Ooh. released on the PS3. Mm. It ran quite well for PS3, um, GTA 5. Like, considering how big it is, it did pretty well for its time. Like, it was optimized quite well. And then, obviously, mm. it was brought to PS4 and Xbox One and is beautiful and is continues to be a beautiful game. And same with The Last of Us. It was remastered mm. and still looks gorgeous. It is yeah, that's very the pretty. I was playing it on PC on ps4 and like it's still like you definitely see how it is remastered you, you see that in any remastered yeah. game you go oh it doesn't quite live up to it but it's not undeniably good like i mm. forgot it was remastered by the end of it just because i was so enthralled with it and so it's again I, i'll just finish up saying nothing groundbreaking but still such a well-built world well-built interpretation and just the character s- development as well character is just- development is great that okay, the intro I have seen maybe four times. It Oof. still makes me tear up. Like that opening scene, I still tear up at that. It's yeah, four times I've seen it and I still cry at that scene because it is heartbreaking to watch. I'm sorry, buddy, you didn't hit me. Because yeah. that's what I mean. Because it's not groundbreaking. Because you could see she was dead as yeah. all hell. Like you knew she was going to die immediately. I thought yeah. she was going to get her head bitten off. Honestly, Oof. when she just got shot, I was like, oh, that's it. Sorry. Um, it's just because Heart I was expecting... mother <laughs> God damn it. I, I was expecting worse, honestly. It's mm. just as simple as that. Like, yeah. And that's a thing in a lot of... Um, but for, an, for like the first, what, I think it's the first 20 minutes of the game, mm. it's quite... It a, sets the tone. Yeah, it sets yeah. it up. And the characters you meet along the way, like you feel for them. And then when they actually mm. go, it is like tragic. Um, the guy with his brother... When his brother gets been and infected and he, yeah, turn, and he turns on Joel and Ellie and then he turns the gun on himself. Like, yeah, I was not expecting. Like, I kind of had a feeling the kid was going to get bit at some point. Okay, like, yeah, figured and that. But after they got away and you saw like the swarm, you just knew one of them was bitten. Like, you knew it was going to happen. Yeah, it's a classic zombie trope that you can't really run away from. The, um, when Ellie gives him the toy, it reminded me of, um, Oof, yeah. Uh, a Quiet Place, the intro where she gives him the toy and it causes yeah. him his life. Ooh. It just kind of came Good into my point. mind, like giving him that mm. toy. But um, uh, yeah, I saw that he was going to die from being bit, but I could not have predicted how the brother would have reacted. I That was a that, complete shock to me. It was brutal because of the fact that he just went full feral, tried he, killing Ellie. Yeah, he blamed then, them both for the death of his brother, which is yeah. fair. Like They and were fine just before just, they... Yeah, and the thing is, it was so sudden, too. Yeah, it's not like he threatens it. He just turns and boom, done. It, yeah, because that's... Yeah. It's actually realistic because that kind of thing, like, he didn't know what to do and so split the second decision and he kills himself by it, shooting himself. Yeah, it's... Um, sorry if you were dancing around that. I'll just put it out plainly right. for anybody listening. It's that's been out for... Well, it was 
came out when the PS3 was on its last week. It's been remastered. Yeah, Yeah. it's been out. Um, Um, Here's the thing, though. And it was such a gritty world. Case in point, when you go through the time skip, they get to the winter, and she goes, oh, damn, I forgot to put that damn toy on his grave. Mm. Like... That I did level like the, I of did like the time skips, and I did like that they skipped mm. some of the travel parts because when yeah. they show where they need to go, and you're like, "That's the whole walk, bro." And you. then they skip yeah. it. I'm like, "Okay, good." Plus, to be honest, um, well, one because that just shows, in my opinion, how gritty it is because it shows that lack of care for human life. Mm. That is just brutal if you really think about it. Like, you know, they're really close. The dude kills himself because his brother was infected. And his brother dies. And yeah. then go forward a couple months ago. He, he kills his brother, doesn't he? Yeah. He's the he one that puts him, him down. And then he shoots himself. Yeah. And it's like, and then skip forward a couple months. She goes, I forgot, to put a, oh, I forgot to put that stupid toy on his little grave. And like, just that lack of disrespect and lack of care. Yeah. But obviously, she's still messed up by it. Oh, yeah. She's so like, yeah. Seeing how they can't handle it. And I was going to say, time skip is really good because initially, looking at it, like, you just know immediately they're going to be close. Just looking it's at the It's a very, poster. it is a genuine uh, father daughter relationship in the mm. sense they, they depend upon each other for survival, but at the same time, they do hate the fact that they're paired together. Like, just the little snarky comments and the way Joel kind of acts towards yeah. Ellie. Like, you're not my daughter. Don't try to think that I'm your father or whatever. And she's the same, like, you're not my dad. I'm not your daughter. Stop treating me like it. But there's still that they need each other. Like, there's no way they're going to... Oh, Joel might survive by himself. Yeah. But Ellie, um, no. Okay, well, because here's the thing. Um, I, I enjoyed the time skip because it allowed them to have that development. Yeah. Because if it was just, if you had no time skip, it would have made sense because it's too quick for proper development. Mm. So they handled it really well then. What killed me was the time skip after he gets injured. Yeah, cause it's, because I think it's a couple of weeks. It goes from fall into winter. So it's like a, couple of months. a month. Yeah. Yeah. Month but given two. what happens to him, I think it's fair. No, okay. no, it's completely fair, but... The, seeing that scene when he falls, I'm like... Oh, yeah. Okay, well, here's the thing. With that, I thought he was dead for sure. Because I'd seen that scene before as a spoiler. So I was playing the game, just thinking, all right, he's going to die at some point. When I saw that happen in his father, I was like, he's still going to die at some point. And then he lived towards the end. And I was like, it's, oh, wow. It's still a very confronting scene because you spent yeah. the last, like, what, five, six hours playing as him mm. and then to see him in that yeah, such vulnerable state yeah. and to be impaled. Yeah, it's... Um, but what I meant, sorry, what I was trying to say oh, was the fact that it goes all the way up until then, mm. and he's so standoffish and pushy, saying, I am not your father. Stop looking for me to be yeah. a father figure. And she's desperate for him. She's grasping at him. Please be my father figure. I need someone. Mm. Then he almost dies. She saves him. If you also play the... Um, DLC left behind. Yep, left behind. Then you see what she went through. Then what she went through with the um, village when she was hunting for him, keeping him alive. That toughened her up. And by the end, what it did was it hurt her and healed him. Mm. So by the end of it, you get a complete reversal of their um, relationship. Suddenly she's not so naive. Suddenly he's not so standoffish. He wants to be her father. But she doesn't want him anymore. Mm. So that hurt. 
Like I, I hate it, but I love that they did that because they played yeah. you so well. Naughty Dog are exceptional when it comes to stories. They did mm. uh, The Last of Us. They've done the Uncharted, uh, Uncharted games as well, played, and their stories yeah. are. It's I haven't played them all, but I know they're. I've like, got the Nathan games. Drake um, collection collection because yeah. I got PS4. I yeah. played the last one and a bit of a couple of the first ones. Um, didn't finish them, but played some of them. Looked at the story, and the last one was brilliant. Yeah, it. Um, uh, what was I going to say? But yeah, sorry, just finishing up with The Last of Us Part 1. Because yeah, they played it off so well, and then the ending. Again, it was cliche, but the way he did it... Um, Do you think what he did was right? Case in point, it does raise that question. I didn't, um, I no. didn't want to shoot them. I tried to aim for the legs to shoot them. Well, here's the... Thing. Yeah, I figured you would probably shot them in the head. Yeah, every guy I saw throughout the entire I, game. Yeah, I tried to not shoot them because maybe that would have had an impact, but it obviously didn't. I, so. I don't think they had those mechanics. So yeah, I, I, before I shot them. Uh, I used the bow a lot more towards the end as well, especially with Ellie in the mm. last couple of missions. When as you're, Ellie, uh, I did. Yeah. When you're Ellie and taking down those guys, I tried to make sure it was like shoulders above or like right in the chest I'd get them. I think there was like yeah. seven guys and I'm like, dunk, dunk, dunk. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Like, I always enjoy bows and games because they're like a silenced pistol. They're yeah. the best. I ignored it completely with Joel and then using it as Ellie. I'm like, why didn't I use this before? This is actually mm. really good. I never really used it as Joel, but I used it as Ellie. Yeah. Um, just because I think she also had steadier aim. I did like um, the fact that Ellie had a permanent um, knife yeah, with her. I shiv. thought that was, that, really, was, that, was, that was so handy. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I'll piss off. <laughs> <coughs> he says as he calls him. Anyway. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, it is a phenomenal game. I um, What he tells her at the end. Yeah. That was yeah. the thing. Because, okay, so two big things. One, the fact that he shoots that woman. Like the whole way they play it off, the fact that it goes completely silent, then they slowly give it to you as they're driving away. And then the sound comes back when he shoots her. Like... And here's the thing. It speaks so well to his character. Like, everything they hinted at, the fact that he was so gruff and worn, the fact that he was brutal and everything, the fact that he didn't want a kid to weigh him down, he was happy to let the kid go in the beginning. The fact that when he saw his brother, he said, why are you not happy? I saved you. And his brother goes, I still have nightmares from what you put us through. Yeah. And then the ending when he does shoot her just to save Ellie. Like, it shows that he does have a heart, but it shows that he is a brutal character that is built for survival. Even just, point. like, some of the cutscene combat. Like yeah. When, I think it was um, one of the cutscenes where they get ambushed by a car, I think, and he's forcing the guy's head down onto the glass. Okay. Um, I think it's one of the quick time things where you're pushing someone's uh, head into the glass. And even just um, Ellie's comments throughout comics, and she's like, Jesus, Joel. Yeah, like, always. How like, violent oh he is. Yeah. yeah. Like when you use the brick for combat or mm. blowing someone's face off with a shotgun, like she she comments on how you play. <laughs> Using a bat with a shiv strapped to the end. Yeah. She one shot them in the head. Yeah. Like she, she comments. Goes, oh my God. Yeah. She's like, mm. Jesus, Joel. Or like, God damn. Or yeah. To that effect. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because it is brutal. And so I thought it was really good because they play off just how gritty and survival of the fittest the world is. Mm. And then the very ending where, yeah, he lies to her. 
And I, I saw that and I just went, all right, you finally got this father-daughter relationship and you've done the one thing that will break it. And that is the well one, done. There was one other scene in it that made me kind of tear up and it's the giraffe. That, that was, was really beautiful. Yeah, I that was teared up with how moment. pretty that was. And mm. I was at Alex's uh, when I was playing because I binged played it. Yeah. It was like three o'clock in the morning. And I'm like, should I keep playing or go to bed? And he's like, do whatever you want. And I'm like, I might go to bed. I'm like, I feel like I'm pretty close. Wake up the next morning. Yeah, I was like 40 minutes away from the conclusion. So I could have stayed up, but I didn't. But yeah, that giraffe scene in the intro, the only times it makes me really tear mm. up because it, one, it's like devastating at the beginning. And yeah. then the giraffe, it, it's beautiful well, to see that. For me, the character development and what they did, because it just hurts. Like, at the ending, that's what yeah, got me. And just because I thought it was really well done. And now, like I originally said about the sequel, Last two. of Us Part 2. Okay. Coming out soon. All the reports and stuff for the spoilers. Yeah. Uh, we can't swear, but to the people who have leaked them, you guys are a bunch of... Uh, I'll see you next Tuesday. Yeah. You guys, nah. Shame on you. Yeah, honestly. Naughty Dog put so much time it, into it and for you guys to leak it and then have people complain it was, about it as yeah. well. Like, oh, I don't like how the story's, like, the direction they're taking it. No. It's because the game was originally going to come out by now, so it's a case of people probably releasing it because of that. But it's a case of, like, I'm already sad because I've seen people go, I'm not going to bother buying the game because I've seen leaks. Like, I've seen... <laughs> Like, I follow a bunch of artists and, you know, like, some of these artists I follow are, like, still in school and whatnot. Mm. Um, and, for instance, one I follow, Parallel, on, um, or Paro on Instagram. She's really good, like, really impressive art, but she's, like, she's over in East Oz. Yeah. Um, still, like, last year of school, and she was going, I'm not, I think she said on her story, I'm not going to bother getting the game because I've seen the leaks. And then my mate Braden, I don't know if he's going to play the game because he saw the leaks. I made an avid and so thing so to did. not oh, yeah. not look at them. I don't want to know anything about it. Braden warned me. He went to our group chat and he just said, all right, leaks are out. Be careful, guys. And I just shut off the internet. Yeah, I did not look and I have no intention of looking. Um, the story trailer released a couple of days ago, which I sent to you, and it looks incredible. Ellie is... Wow, she has Brutal. grown up a lot since the ending of number the one. The fact that it's only... Um, I think it's like a five-year jump. Yeah, five years, though. Because she was 14, she's about 19 She's 19 now, now so it's, yeah, five years. Uh, Joel is would be in his 50s. Uh, I actually looked it up. Um, someone calculated roughly how old he would be. So they calculated he would have been... Between he would have been about I think sixteen or seventeen when he had his first child. They they figured out looking at the times and everything that it was child pregnancy. You know, his first kid that yeah. dies in the initial bit. Yeah. Then Sarah. there was so she was maybe ten years old. They said he was in his like twenties. Then there's a twenty year jump. Yep. So I think I remember figuring it out. He yeah he was forty seven forty eight. In the first game, he is 52 to 53 in the new yeah, game. Yeah, I figured he'd be in his 50s. And you yeah. can see he walked... Life has not been kind. He is. Here's the thing. I thought he would be, like, in his 60s looking at him. Yeah, he... My dad doesn't look that old. My dad's 57. He doesn't look like that. He still walks quite 
like oh you wouldn't want to screw with him like he would oh, put no, you down a in a heartbeat guy. yeah but still you can see that it has taken a toll on him this life mm. and, and fairly so as well it's he it's a harsh life worn and battered yeah. yeah um i do like just when they note the fact that he is a big guy for instance when um he swings at the brother mm. um and he goes oh, are you trying to kill me Yes. And even when you... And just goes, whoa, like, you hit hard, big guy. Yeah, even when you punch someone like in the game, you can feel the punches. Yeah. They are hefty. Like, he is, he's got a lot of weight behind those punches. Mm. Even looking at the cutscenes, and you just see him squaring up, and he just looks massive. The thing is, I remember um, when I first played the game, and, you know, you're playing at third person, so you see their back. Mm. When he turned to the camera without the backpack on, I just went, oh. He's, yeah, he's a big guy. Like, not even Dorito. Like... Like, just built. Mm. He's just a... He's a big guy Dorito. in a... <laughs> I just got that, yeah. Yeah, well, you know, like Chris Evans, Dorito. Yeah. Skinny waist, big shoulders, but he's not skinny waist, big I've shoulders. Just, he's I, just big. I've just never heard that expression for How describing Dorito, yeah. I, I oh don't know, I've just never heard that, so here he yeah, is. Yeah, Dorito. Yeah, I like that, it's clever. Um, but yeah, because that's the thing. Because I like the fact that he's big in a realistic way. Yeah. Because it's, it's not like, for instance, God of War, Kratos. Yeah, like he, that he's is, big and he's but it, it's realistic kind of big. It's how which one, Kratos or God of War? Sorry, God of War. Oh, uh, Kratos. Kratos. Like it's well, a realistic big. Like for a god killer, that yeah. would be the kind of physique yeah. he'd have. Like but he, it's still it's fitting for him. Not anthropomorphic, but it is. Um, it is a little bit to, exa- to an extent. It would, yeah. is a bit exaggerated, but at the same time, it is what you'd expect from. Somewhat of Kratos' stature. It it's a, he's a big guy, beard, six-pack, yeah. big. Well, what I liked was the fact that he didn't really have a six-pack. You could see his muscles, but he wasn't... He wasn't the... Like, people think... It's, it's oh, like, yeah, it's like um, Black Panther. He, out of all the superheroes, he's one of the ones that doesn't have an actual six-pack. Like, he's still that's quite cool. built, yeah. but he's not, like, chiseled yeah. like all the other Marvel actors that are... Well, that's the thing. Like, if you're needed. being realistic, a six-pack, like... That's just because you put a bunch of work into defining mm. your abdomen. Yeah. Like, it doesn't mean you're strong. Like, a naturally fit person doesn't have a six-pack. They a naturally... Like, you look at Jason Momoa. Mm. Um, I remember seeing a post, and it was so bad. Because someone saw him while he was at a pool. And keep in mind, he had a slight belly. And just, that's natural. Yeah. Like, he was slim as hell. He still had fat and weight on him. Yeah, do you know why? Good. It's because the water was making his muscles droop and he forgot to take his muscles off when going in the pool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's um, such a creepy love, ad. I love it, though. Oh, like, it's I, just I think so, so unsettling to see him. Oh, no, it wasn't so much the muscles. It was his hair. When he takes yeah, his the hair, hair off, that, that that's what makes it really unsettling. The rest like, of it I really oh. enjoyed, but the hair, that's... Ooh. Yeah. Um, but well, what Last I was going to say... Yeah. Here's the thing, because just looking at muscle definition, it makes more sense. That's why, personally, I struggle with this because, again, I, I've never had a flat stomach. Like, I am fat in that I have a pot belly. Um, like I don't like the fact that you say you're fat, but we're not going to get into this here. Here's the thing. I've had years of people telling me that I've had years of me looking yeah. at it, and then I look at my dad, no offense to him, um, but I have his genetics, and... I've noticed I've put on... A little bit of weight as well. Here's the thing. You're at a good weight, though, because you're about six foot, um, maybe six one, probably about six foot, but you weigh about 80 kilos. Mm. That's a really good weight, dude. It's it's more so where it is. It's kind of like... Yeah, but here's the thing. Like, start working out and you will be ripped. 
Because keep in mind, it's just for me, I uh, don't have the um, was it motivation to do that. Okay, okay, this is where me and my brother are different. He is similar build to me, but he is jacked right now. He is four mm. years younger, and he nearly has a six pack and stuff. Mm. But in terms of like intellect, vastly limited compared to me. So I would much rather be vastly superior. Brains in terms versus of, brawny. You've told yeah, me exactly. Before. He's yeah. more brawny than I am, and I'm fine with that because I'm much more intellectual than he but is. But you can run circles around him with a simple math question. Yeah. Oh, maybe not math. Engl- <laughs> English. I'm terrible at maths, but science or English. Yeah. Yeah, I'm much better. Yeah, that's why I'd rather spend most of my time in like trying to build my knowledge bank rather than my body because... Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah buddy. Um, once corona is completely gone, like restrictions are completely lifted, you are coming to boxing class with me. Boxing class. Oh, God. I will take you to the gym. There is bring a buddy free for Fridays. Um, we are going weightlifting. I'm oh getting you to God. at least try it. I've yeah, I've done. It's really bunch enjoyable. Of stuff and yeah, yeah. Anyway, completely anyway. off topic. We're um, a little over, but that's okay. We'll wrap up the last of us and with our. How long have we been going? Hour and four. Go for a little bit. More. Yeah, that's what um, I mean. Like we'll try yeah. and finish up on the last well, of us topic. Yeah. Um, I'll just rant for a couple of seconds. Yep. And Go just ahead. Finish up what I was saying. So yeah. God of War I like because he looks like he's got fat on him mm. and he looks muscly, but he is. Arguably, he's not realistic because he's way too big. Like a natural person isn't going to look like that unless they are a bodybuilder. Yeah, he's natural for what he is. Like, yeah, exactly. For a god killer, he but is. But he's not realistic in the slightest. Whereas you look at The Last of Us. Joel in, is more realistic. Yeah, uh, by the way, I'm saying Kratos is not realistic because, you know, it's got a war. He's not meant to be realistic. Yeah. Gods. But with The Last of Us, um, Joel is big in a realistic sense of yeah. a guy that does regular um, heavy lifting. Like he wouldn't have a six pack, but his arms are lean. Like he looks rugged. He looks tough. And he's maybe what he looking at him. He's maybe six two or something like maybe that. Maybe if um, like um, Tom Hiddleston got buff, like he's lean and he's I don't know if that's right. This question. It, it's more so again. He looks. Because keep in mind, he was in like just labor and construction. Mm. So he, he, you look at him yeah, and he has, yeah, you can see that tradey background. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Um, And so he definitely looks gruff and he just looks strong in a realistic way. Yeah. And so just quickly, going into The Last of Us 2. Mm. Um, I definitely see if people are complaining about the direction, I can see why. Just because initially looking at the trailer, it looks like they don't even touch on the whole thing of him lying to her. Um, not, she's not yet, but if no, no, no. Like, sorry. What I mean is the fact that you see her wear a gas mask in the spores mm. when she doesn't need to. So obviously, she's hiding the fact that she survives. She's hiding that from everybody. Yeah, despite the fact that she can survive it, which means at some point, Joel has sat down with her and said something's off here. I don't know if he told her the complete truth, but you cannot tell people that you survive. I lied to you, they're not other people like you, or they're other people like you, but they're still not understood. So nonetheless, it looks like they've skipped over that. And they've just gone directly into a love story. Yeah, Uh, but then again, it all depends. A lot of the story will be like from the first one told in the dialogue when you're Mm. playing, like in-game dialogue, not necessarily cutscenes per se. Like, yeah. So there's well, still most likely a lot of the story that will be just walking with whoever you're with, whether it's Joel or whether yeah. other people, and that's how the story will go. Mm. A lot um, very violent as well from the story trailer. Like that made me happy. Oh yeah, it is. <laughs> just because very violent. Um, 
you I'll get back to that later. Um you gave me a warning before I played The Last of Us. You said it's very um full on kind of gory. Honestly, I was expecting more. Like the goriest thing I saw was um clickers. Oh my god, I hate them so much. Yeah, not fighting so much into gore, just more brutal fighting, I think. Well that's the thing. I didn't <laughs> I'm sorry, but I I didn't find it brutal. Like I just saw that as like that w- that's how I would fight, personally. Fair enough. Like, that's just... it. It's not even fighting dirty. It's just fighting... To it's survive. It's just fighting to survive. Yeah. yeah. That's the thing. So, I just saw it as sensical mm. when I was looking at it. Um, plus, again, after seeing stuff like Hellboy and after watching anime and stuff, I've seen a lot worse. Speaking of uh, um, violence and stuff, your favorite show is now on DVD, The Boys. With it is very well earned R rated. Yes. On DVD. I saw it. I'm not going to get it, despite the fact that I do want to watch the special features behind that because it'd be pretty cool. Uh, I'm not going to spend 30 bucks on that DVD. <laughs> um, but no, it's out on DVD. It is very good. Very keen for season two when it drops on Amazon, in which case I will download Amazon, use the free trial, watch it, and cancel my subscription. <laughs> nice. Which is exactly what I did with okay. Disney Plus a few days ago. I got I the. Just straight up. Free I, trial for um, the final season of the Coin Wars. Binged it in a day. Cancel my subscription right after. Yeah. And ooh, that's what a lot of people. Boy, those episodes. We didn't have our Star Wars episode. I know. I noticed that. Oh, but I, I just haven't, realized I haven't even finished Mandalorian. I haven't watched Clone Wars. I haven't. Well, I haven't with everything gone on. Played and wouldn't be able to come in. I haven't played. Um, Case in point. Uh, Joe Four or not? I've had to delete like three games of my PlayStation already for The Last Same. of Us Part Two. Same. It's over. It's about a hundred gigs, and I think you and I both have five hundred gig PlayStations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's no, I a, think I have less. Less? No, you'd have the Probably. standard five hundred gig PlayStation. Okay, standard then, yeah. But yeah, so it's a decent chunk. It's a big game. Um, are you okay going overtime? You making this long episode? Do you need to get back to? to no. Phone call. No. Nope. Um, don't worry about it. All right. Um, it was my dad. I know what it would have been. All right. Um, okay. So, dude, I'll be happy when the Xbox Series X comes out because getting that, because one, it's going to be very powerful just looking at it. It's more powerful two, than PlayStation. Mm, Already confirmed, um, yeah. And two, it's a case of, look, I'm a PS4 guy, PlayStation guy. Yep. I prefer, I don't actually just prefer the controller. I often prefer the gameplay. Um, I know. I just prefer the interface. Yeah, the but interface. I'll give us. Yeah, that's I think yeah. the best. Yeah. Um. However, <sighs> all my friends have Xbox. They've been nagging me for yes, a while. Fall, you sheep. <laughs> They've been telling me for a while. It's now, okay. Get a I, headset. I will be getting play Forza with us. Xbox yeah. as well. Um. Okay. I don't know what Sony are doing though. They're shooting themselves in the foot right now. Like Xbox are way ahead of this yeah. in terms of marketing. Like they've been hinting at this new mm. console for the last two years. They've shown what it looks like. They've shown the controller. They've shown the specs. They've shown gameplay of new games. They have a solid lineup. PlayStation, the specs and the controller. That's yeah. all they've shown. It's probably because they're either behind or they're a little scared and they're going to try and come out all at once with a one-hit KO. They like at this be point, it good- seems like they're going to try. Because here's the thing. Like Xbox has undeniably come out swinging. And yeah, um, they have knocked so, it out of the park. Yeah, and that's even the thing. with their um, play anywhere with uh, Windows Ten, because mm. it's all mm. Microsoft. So you could play yeah. your Xbox games on Windows Ten if you are in the other room and your laptop or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So PlayStation either have better have something. 
that they're ready to show in place of where E3 would be usually this year. Yeah. They better um, have something to show because they, they're they going to lose a lot yeah, they to need, Xbox. They need to come out like a hungry dog in a corner. Like they need And they've, to they've even said hard. that the, the amount of consoles that are going to be launching are going to be limited because of the COVID. Mm, mm. But Xbox have said no such thing. They seem to be very well prepared for this. Yeah. Even if the virus didn't happen, I think they'd still be ahead. Pretty much. Um, but nonetheless, so I am going to be getting the Series X. And That's I'm right. happy because I'm so sick of deleting games on my um, PlayStation. Like, ultimately, I need I to could get a new TV. Because there's <laughs> no. Whilst I am very keen for the new Xbox, I can't properly utilize it with the TV that cost me 90 bucks. <laughs> okay, That's it is fair. about. It's a, about the size of this monitor right here. Oh, I feel bad now. That's my TV in my bedroom, yeah. Mm. So I need a. I don't care about the size. I just want a better quality. To, like yeah. it's still decent for what it is, but to properly utilize my Xbox Series X, I'd need mm. a better quality one to make proper use of it. And uh, now I use the front room's HD TV. I know I've it. seen it. It is very, <laughs> it is very nice. That's why the TV in Alex's room, in spare yeah. room, and my ones, it's big and it's really nice. I'm like, yes. The thing is, in bed and just play it. with that really TV good. and all the TVs we have in our house, the reason we have so many. Like we even have one in the kitchen, we have one in my dad's den, um, we have some in our rooms, we have one in the front room, in the games room. Mm. Um, the reason we have all those is because we got a bunch of LG stuff <laughs> when we bought the house, so like an uh, LG okay. fridge, and so they gave us TVs free with them. Damn. Um, the one that cost the most would have been that one in the games room. Um, it's a good TV. It's nice, yeah. Um Anyway, but yes, I'm so sick of deleting games. So I will be happy. Base now, minimum for a terabyte storage as well. Yeah. So very keen for that. I know um, I've bought a hard drive for my current Xbox for Red Dead. Because <laughs> Red Dead is huge. It is. Um, it's definitely the biggest game I have. Followed by um, Spider-Man PS4, I think. No, followed by um, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, which... Speaking of Assassin's Creed, Assassin's Valhalla. Creed Valhalla. I'm this very keen to reenact my Vikings fantasy <laughs> in that game. You're not too keen? No. Okay. So the big thing is... Here we go. Go on. Let's go. So what I find so far is that just as a general like consumer population, people are interested in mythos just naturally. Mm. Now, if you look at... Over time, we've naturally kind of gone from Greek-Roman mythology, and that was kind of the first thing. Like, for instance, like, I'm a Percy Jackson kid, straight up. Um, I don't keep up with the series now, or, like, I don't keep up with the community now, but straight up, in year eight, year nine, I was a kid with a Kindle. I had the entire Percy Jackson collection Very nice. as a single book. Damn. Like, once you finished one book, it went straight on to the first chapter of the next book. Down. And I read through the entire thing. Then I went to Heroes of Olympus. Then I went to Crane Chronicles. And so basically, and then you look at other media, like, for instance, God of War. You look at any kind of major mythos. And a lot of the time, they were looking at Greek mm. or Roman mythology because they had that hook. Because it was, you know, like, we're a generation of Percy Jackson kids. Um, like, there's a lot of us. Mm. The community is strong, my boy. Um <laughs> But I don't doubt, I don't doubt. <laughs> it, it is because it's like that, and then it's also, it's that initial interest because you're going, oh, you have Zeus, the main god, and then you have Poseidon, you have Dionysus, um, 
like you have all these gods, you have Hades and everything. And so it's just a case of they're interesting because they're not monotheistic gods. Mm. Um, you know, like m- monotheistic god as in like a single god. Yeah. Um, they're ones with many. And so it plays really well into storytelling and media. Now, the thing is, in my opinion, it, we've kind of gone from that and we've grown out of that at this point. And, like, the God of War series is a perfect example because they literally went from Greek-slash-Roman mythology and directly moved on to Norse mythology. Now, in my opinion, it kind of stepped from Greek... Again, I'm starting to sound like conspiracy theorist, but this is just Sorry. based off predictions. So it's kind of gone Greek-Roman mythology, brief stint on Egyptian mythology with stuff like Assassin's Creed Origins, um, Kane Chronicles, that. the Assassin's Creed movie, I think. Um, and so there was a bit of Egyptian mythos in there, tested wars with it, people didn't really hold to it. Mm. Now you start looking, especially with the success of Thor, especially in the comics, Thor's getting really popular mm. um, just because it had some brilliant story arcs. Not necessarily Norse mythos, but Thor, because of that, it's getting a lot of attention. Then you start looking at God of War, brought more attention to it. Now we're getting Valhalla. If, for instance, if you're in the anime community and started watching this last night, you have Vinland Saga, um, which is a brutal um, Nordic Viking anime. Um, Even the TV show Vikings is yeah, tremendous. Point, and Vikings. I'm very keen to live out my Viking fantasies in Valhalla. Yeah. Um, um, it is going to be smaller than Odyssey, which I am very thankful for because Odyssey mm. is... Odyssey was so daunting to it's tremendous in scale. Like don't get me wrong, it is gorgeous, but like mm. just of how big it is and how much there is to do, like it's wow. Mm. So much. Um I will just quickly finish up by saying I feel like it's kind of gone along that. So now we're in kind of Norse mythology. I feel like next we'll kind of see a bit of Egyptian mythology because even um God of War hinted at that, then maybe Chinese mythology, whatnot, and so mm. on. Um but I feel like Norse is like Norse mythology is kind of the in right yeah. now. Um, especially because when you actually look into the mythos, and I've been enjoying actually reading up on some of it, it reads like a comic book. It really yeah. does. Um, the mythos, it's just really fun. Um, and it again, like it's it's a reason why it's adapted so well to like Thor in the comics, for mm. instance, or why it's so easily adaptable. Yeah. Um and so I feel like it's all there, but because we're kind of suddenly getting this flood of all that kind of mythos, like, again, Neil Gaiman... Um, Norse uh, mythology. Yeah. I'm not sure if he's... No, he's not the one who did... Um, but the one who wrote Percy Jackson, They he's even done Norse mythos one. Damn. Um, and so it's a case of I feel like we've got all this Norse media that, personally, with Valhalla, the reason I'm not interested is... I think I would have been interested before I played God of War. Because Fair God enough. of War has just left, like, it's left an aftertaste. Like, it has a lingering It's kind of left the, of, um, like, standard for where a, yeah. this kind of genre-esque game should be. Like, that's the st- gold standard for it, for yeah. that genre should be now. Well, essentially, for me, it's a case of, I think, Norse mythology. One, I love Norse tattoos. Um, absolutely oh, love yeah. them. Even, um characters I've thought up, which I want to get your opinion on one, but um, even characters I've thought up, um, for instance, one is covered in them, I'd love just going into it. Um, 
Norse tattoos are really good. They're interesting. Taking a look at the hairstyles, the braids, and everything, the way they dress. And so it's a very specific, gritty, but very intricate look. Mm. Now, whilst I feel like Valhalla has... Now that for the most part, like they're definitely getting... An, I feel like God of War did it best just in terms of the tattoos. I, I can't help it. I love the tattoos. That's all right. Um, but good. for instance, you look at Boulder, you look at Thor's sons, um, Magni and Modi. Even they had them. Just the Do you names. remember them? Yeah. Well, it's accurate. Yeah, I know. It was um, before, yeah. Uh, I suppose we can't uh, critique Elon Musk's choice too bad when Thor uh, named his kids uh, that. Magdi and Moody. Or, for instance, even Mimir, he had tattoos all over his yes. head. Even Atreus. Because mm. Norse tattoos are a big thing. Yeah. Even uh, in the TV show Vikings, when yeah. Ragnar shaves his head, he tattoos it. Yeah. He tattoos his head. Because it is a big thing. And so I feel like it's something I really want to see it's a very specific aesthetic mm. and because it's also just that kind of look because norse artwork has that specific interwoven look to it it's intricate oh no i was just going to bring up something when you yep, finish speak of uh the look have you seen the collector's edition for valhalla and the no. statues Ooh, that should be nice what they look like very detailed maccas toys to oh. me to me I've okay. had there's two different ones um, of okay, it. Well, here's the thing: I j- trust your opinion because I've seen how much you love fig- like um, statues and figures. But yeah, <sighs> um, their Ghost Recon statues are way better, and that game flopped. But um, okay, the trailer for Assassin's Creed Valhalla is phenomenal. I think it was a little cheeky way of introducing the fact that he's an assassin by killing that guy with the blade mm. on the outside at the very end. Yeah, when the English was like, "Oh yeah, he's gonna like this massive guy's gonna pummel straight to the eye." This Viking is like, "Hey, I'm gonna shash you." Yeah, well, I like the fact that it's on the outside. I think that's actually kind of cool. Now that it's outside, not inside. Well, I think it's good, and that speaks more to that kind of Viking aesthetic. Like it's being cliche to say Vikings are big brawlers, and like whilst that's not entirely inaccurate it's more so a case of it just feels surface level yeah and that's kind of my main problem with valhalla and then when you look at uh have you watched vikings much no and um, the character floki uh he is a ship builder he is scrawny as all hell in comparison to mm. people like bjorn and ragnar and rollo okay um noted his his thing floki is also the name of one of the guys in Venlad saga i just started watching god damn it um, but yeah, have a look at the statues. Uh, they look like very detailed Macca's toys to me. <laughs> I okay. do not like them in the slightest. They look abysmal. As a slight note, I also don't like the paint over his eyes. Just the specific I, don't, I personally don't even I don't like, like the look of this this character you can play. Yeah. I would much I don't. <laughs> I straight up don't. He doesn't... Like, he, Okay, if you look one. at the main characters from Vikings, like they look mm. proper, like Bjorn and Ragnar, they look Viking. And if then you, you see these guys, and I'm like, I would rather you put in a customization thing where you yeah. can create the yeah. way you look. You can put the tattoos where you want. You can create the hairstyle yeah. you want. That would be cool. Because that's the thing. Like Vikings, um, even like um, God of War, because that's my specific mm. reference. Vikings would be yours right now. Yeah. Um, because, for instance, taking a look at Boulder, like even... 
Because a big thing just in Norse from what I can tell, and I think I remember reading up, is braiding. Yeah. And that goes into your beards. That goes yeah. into little dreads even. Keep in mind, Vikings had dreadlocks, for instance. Mm. Like, not big, intricate ones, but they had dreadlocks as well. And so that and then the braiding. So it's a case of the hairstyles. Like, I, it looks like a very shambly gritty viking that they've chosen for valhalla and i just don't think they got it right i think they made him look viking in the ugliest way they could he has this kind of mean and thorless look to his face then the braid is really dirty and wrong yeah and it, the eye paint then you can barely see any tattoos like, what are you doing i will say though um when they announced it they did a live stream of the original poster that oh. was being made for Assassin's Creed, and that was done in real time by Boss Logic. Nice. So that okay. I thought was really That's cool. That's good. Uh, it was a real time him creating the poster. Mm. Like that was streamed, I think, for That's like nice. two hours. Yeah. I think it was, and then they did a, a fast forward of it, so you can see it all come together, and it actually looks really cool. But uh, yeah, well done, Boss Logic Australia. Represent. Yes, straight up, boy. Um, um, okay. Either way, I am keen for Valhalla because. Vikings Assassin's mm. Creed. It'll be fun. I hope the ship combat is the same as Assassin's Creed 4 because arguably that is the best combat for a ship in any game I have played. What for I was, a pirate ship combat. I had that experience with Assassin's Creed Rogue, personally. Which, Assassin's Creed Rogue, extremely underrated. I, it was such I a good Assassin's Creed, in my be opinion. Better. Like it it's so like it's so quick. It's just the idea of an assassin turned Templar hunting oh, down yeah. assassins. Like that is such a cool idea, but it was you don't so like it because it was too brief or because it wasn't a good game. I very much enjoyed it, but I don't think it was. It was in that cross section. Like they had finished. It was in between Assassin's Creed Four and Assassin's Creed Unity yeah. when it's coming out the new thing. So they just kind of slipped it in on the old they did. old gen consoles, yeah. and they didn't really put much into it. It was actually the first Assassin's Creed game I played. I wanted, like, I wanted it. Like, I did very much enjoy it, but I wanted them to really flesh it out. Like, Assassin turned Templar hunting assassins. Yeah. That's so cool. It was That's a lot of such fun. a cool it idea. Was good, yeah, but um, they. They have remastered it and put it onto new consoles. Oh, cool. uh, I think digital version, but mm. um, I wanted more. It was such oh, yeah. a cool idea. They didn't flesh it out enough. I was disappointed. Mm. Um, I will say two things. Um, one, I do actually like on me. Um, I do like him having the hidden blade on the outside of his hand. The blade now. Yeah, it's not the hidden um, blade. Just because to me that speaks more to the. Assassin's Creed turned to Viking thing because it's not hidden. They've stepped up because their timeline because yeah. Assassin's Creed Origins was supposed to be the origins of the Assassins and then Odyssey is like hundreds of years prior to that. Odyssey came out after Origins. Origins was supposed to be like the origins of the Assassins. Yeah, and but then Odyssey came out. Because I'm just thinking Egyptian versus Greek. Egyptian's bloody old, man. Yeah, but I think Odyssey is uh, set... Before Origins. Okay. Yeah, I'm pretty sure well, it could be wrong. Well, admittedly, here's the thing, though. Because the big problem I had with um, Odyssey is because you're not an assassin. Mm. You're straight up not. Yeah, exactly. Like, you don't even have a hidden blade. Like, it wasn't... It didn't even feel like an Assassin's Creed game to me. It's just it, massive, sprawling RPG at this point. Yeah. Which I, I hope they get rid of that combat for this new one. I'm not a fan of the RPG stuff for Assassin's okay. Creed. Um, don't get me cool. It's a cool little addition and stuff, but... It's 
at what point do you cross the line that it's no longer as traditional? I think number four was the best. Like that's where it should Arguably. be. Yeah. Like crafting your weapon holsters for Edward, like having the four or mm. eight gun holsters, yeah. upgrading your ship, like all that stuff was RPG, but not to the extent that Odyssey is now. Yeah, Odyssey went nuts with it. Um, yeah, I'm hoping they but- tone it down a lot for Vikings, but mm. given... I think you can customize your Viking in a little bit. I think they're going to stick with it. They say customize it, but one, it's Ubisoft. Um, Try and compete with uh, CD Projekt Red's customizations. Okay, let's hold on. We, I think, we'll want to do an entire episode on Cyberpunk because there's so much in that, and we've we've already done almost an hour and a half. Yeah, I think we'll have a Cyberpunk episode and really dissect everything in there. I'll just finish up what I want to say about yes. Valhalla. Go ahead. Um, just because I want to say, yeah, I, I'm not really looking forward to it. I don't even know how to get the game. Okay, motorboy, someone outside. Mm. Anyway, just because, to me, it's a case of, I'm just kind of sick of Assassin's Creed. Just because, at this point, I'm just a little disappointed because mm. they've essentially, all they've done, it's like the old argument of Assassin's Creed and COD. No, I'm glad they've stopped doing that, though. They've stopped doing it yearly now, yeah. which I am glad about. But it is the whole thing of reposting the same game. It's copy and paste yeah, with, a new, and with a new paint job, practically. It's reskinning a game. Yeah. And so that's what I don't like. As yeah. You will. yeah. Yeah. And so that's what I don't like about it. Like, it can be... For instance, I bought Odyssey because I wanted to play Assassin's Creed. And don't get me wrong, it's a nice feel. Like, again, hiding in the bushes, being an assassin... Well, there's only so much of it yeah. because every single... Because I haven't played too many, don't get me wrong. I've played Rogue, Unity, um, I played... Black Flag? No. Um, that one I would highly recommend. I, I think that is the best one, personally. Um, what was the one with the siblings? Oh, um, Syndicate. Syndicate. I played yep. that. And then I've played Assassin's Creed Odyssey. They all feel basically like the same game with, honestly, a worsening appeal. <laughs> like, Black Flag you can get for, I think, like $20 brand new. Like, it's been yeah. out for ages now. It is beautiful. Um, and pirates. Yeah. Pirates. Um, get to be black. You get to, <laughs> yo, controlling Blackbeard's ship. Oh, so good. Especially when there's like three layers worth of cannons on either side. Damn. And you just demolish anything. Okay, that's cool. It's a um, shame you can't do that to your own ship. They'll like have three fucking rows of... Keep ca- in mind, you won't be... Oh! No! I did so well. No! All right. No! 129. That's where, I did. That's where it happened. 129. Um, unless I'm, I just realized, sorry, buddy, you're not going to get the black flag ships. Um, yeah. Just because it's Viking, that's closer to Odyssey ships, really. Um... Yeah, I, I will say, I feel like a big thing with Assassin's Creed, the reason I only ever buy the games, is just the nostalgic feel of mm. the Assassin gameplay. And you get that in every game, but it just means that the stories are never really anything good just because the whole Abstergo, like, current thing, looking back in time thing, is kind of just handled poorly, not I even hate, that fun. I hate yeah. that. I don't and understand so, why it's just, you just go straight into Assassin's Creed, like, you don't even They've screwed up that, any story they had. That future stuff, yeah. just they, leave it. It's unnecessary. Any story they had, any story they would have, it's just basically gone. It doesn't really work. It was, 
it was a potentially really good story to begin with, but ultimately it's just become a really convoluted mess that just gives them an excuse to explore different timelines. And because they don't need an excuse to like if they put out a game that's in China or yeah, but that that's my big problem origins. with Assassin's Creed at this point because it's just the same game reskinned in a different time. Line every a modern time. Assassin's Creed would be pretty cool. Watch Dogs. They've confirmed he's an assassin. Have they? In the first one, yeah. There's a mission you do um, where basically you complete a mission for the... Um, not the Creed. The Templars. No, no, no. You complete a mission for the Order. Mm. And you're specifically the company you're working against when you do the mission is Abstergo Industries, Templars in the modern day. Um, so it is confirmed that um, the main character from Watch Dogs One is Aiden, basically an assassin. Aiden Pierce. Yeah, Aiden Pierce. So that's essentially what you'd get in a modern Assassin's Creed, is what they were saying. Um, Watch Dogs Three, I'm skeptical about personally same but i actually really enjoyed the first watchdogs i really enjoyed the second one second um good. don't know whether they're gonna go with the third but yeah. basically i will say i i'm just not looking for the next um i'm not looking forward to valhalla purely because it's just another assassin's creed game to me and because of the fact that we are getting in my opinion or i'm at least getting this flood of norse mythology and kind of viking aesthetic I feel that they're not living up to the level that everything else has. I feel like they're just doing at a surface level. Like when he had the raven on his shoulder, like everyone gets it. Odin has his two ravens that see everything and report back to him. But it just feels so surface level. So I'm not really looking forward to it. Like, Yeah, I'll have to definitely wait to see the reviews. I don't want to spend more money on another Assassin's Creed game. Yeah, just... Don't get me wrong. It could be absolutely brilliant. It could and be. And I'd say, looking at it, just as another Assassin's Creed It has a lot of potential. Just <coughs> to say that. It has potential. And don't get me wrong. Assassin's Creed games in their own right are fun. Yes. But it's a case of, in my opinion, buy one every five to ten years. You don't need to get every one because yeah. you're going to get sick of it. It's like having the same meal every night. Yeah. Um, they're good games to get and play every now and again. So, don't get me wrong, Assassin's Creed Valhalla could... They even named it Assassin's Creed Valhalla. That's so surface level. <laughs> Ubisoft yeah. EA basic. They are. <laughs> Ubisoft is basic. Everyone knows it. Um, but, but anyway... Ultimately, it could be absolutely yeah. brilliant. We'll, we'll most likely let you guys yeah. know when it comes out. Hopefully, we're um, still here when that drops. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I think we will wrap it up there. We've um, been... I will also say, just to tie into next episode, I'd say next episode, probably quickly start on Ghost of Tsushima, which is actually yes. a game I'm really hyped I for. also want to talk about um, Destroy All Humans remaster. Case in point. That looks pretty cool, very keen. And then we can go into Cyberpunk, which Massive will game. also lead us into a transhumanism conversation. I already know it will. So <laughs> our next episode will probably be about the same length as yeah. this, just going until that. Yeah, and but um, Cyberpunk looks very cool. A lot of things to talk about, as mm. you saw from that uh, very walk, hyped for it walkthrough now. video that I sent you. 47 minutes, I think it was, of just in-depth Completely driving. worth it. I'm going to rewatch that just in prep for I'm the next... i yeah, yeah, it is very cool. Right. Um, Nevertheless, yeah. uh, we should wrap things yeah, up. Yeah, I hope you guys here. enjoyed this uh, gaming one. Um, it's good to be back in the studio. Yep. Um, it's good to be getting back into the ways of things. Hope yeah. you guys really enjoy this. 
I'm Harry. I've been Matt. Make sure to keep following. Um, make sure to keep following COVID rules and uh, stay safe. Be awesome, and uh, yeah, we'll talk to you next week. Stay safe, guys. Bye, guys. Bye.